Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Beautiful places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to our Beautiful Places segment. Glenn Van Zutphen uh, with Neil Humphreys. Neil, we're going to a place that we don't have too many of here in Singapore, a farm. Today. We are. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about our beautiful place This today. is a genuinely wonderful story on so many levels. So if you're in your cars now, a bit of traffic, sit back, relax, because I'm, this, is a, this is a history lesson, an anthropology lesson, <laughs> and a travel lesson as well. This is a wonderful story. If I say to you, Alfred Wallace, does it ring any bells at all? No. Okay. That's very common. Alfred Wallace was the father of evolution. Okay. He discovered, this is an extraordinary story, okay? He was basically the greatest field naturalist of the 19th century, and this leads directly to our beautiful place. I'm going to set it up. Mm. He wrote 22 books, 200 scientific papers. He traveled the world, including our place in Singapore. Right. This is the staggering part, right? He came up with the theory of evolution by natural selection independently of Charles Darwin, who was researching it at the same time, right? He wrote to Darwin, this part Hmm. is well known, he wrote to Darwin describing his theory and that letter, the letter that Wallace wrote to Darwin became the catalyst for Darwin to rush through his own work, The Origin of the Species. So the theory is then, some people, some scientists, many scientists actually in evolution, anthropology, refer to it as the Darwin-Wallace theory. Joined. Hmm. Why is he alone? Why is he brush from history well as people in singapore know good pr he didn't have good pr <laughs> right darwin back then was the connected guy the made guy right. within london circles within literary circles he rushed out that book he had a lot of support from the various societies around london yeah. and wallace was kind of at the time well remembered but history has, has, has forgotten him, him by yeah. But, yeah so there i am dairy farm park just off bucket teamer the wallace education center is there Hmm. The Wallace Trail is there. And I did it just a couple of weeks ago, named after Alfred Wallace to honor his contributions to natural science. And then I discovered that Alfred Wallace himself walked the same paths that I was walking. Is that right? Dairy farm nature park. But he was a Brit, right? He was a Brit. And he he traveled the entire world, right, uh, collecting species. Basically, he was a bug collector. Hmm. And he was an amateur bug collector. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't that renowned in the beginning. It was just a hobby. But he started to find these extraordinary species of beetles that obviously they didn't have in Europe. Particularly in Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia, the Malay archipelago was his go-to place. Okay. And he particularly liked the Bukit Timah area. And specifically, just behind Bukit Timah Hill, as we know it now, um, was this little area that we now know as Dairy Farm Park. Right. Where he discovered these extraordinary uh, species of beetles that accelerated his certainty in the theory of evolution. So, hmm. Dairy Hill Park, and it's not very big, by the way. It's about 63 hectares. You can, you can walk around it in a few hours. Yeah. So, I went there a couple of weeks ago with an Australian friend who is a, a wildlife photographer. He specializes in micro species. And I sent you a couple of photos. Mm. He, he found the exact same species just walking a few meters that Wallace himself found 200 years ago. Oh. Things like the plant hopper, the ant mimic spider, huh. which does what it says on the tin. It's an ant that mimics a spider. Yeah. Or it's a spider that mimics an ant to catch its prey. Large, solitary, golden, spiny ants. A black garden giant jumper. What a name. Uh, and various species of jumping spiders. Now, to maybe to you and me, 
and to people listening right now, they're just insects that we find. These are some of the most extraordinary insects on the planet without Wallace spotting them in Dairy Hill uh, Park and seeing how they had evolved from other species in Dairy Farm Nature Park. Hmm. We may not have the theory, it was no longer a theory, but we may no longer have how b- our belief in the survival of the fittest that we have today, right. thanks to one man going to Dairy Farm hmm. Nature Park. Isn't it great that they've named that, that education center and the trails after him as well? Brilliant. And yeah. it was established by N Parks and Raffles Girls Secondary School. They did it. They came together. And it provides a program where students from all over Singapore go there. They, they learn about Singapore's natural heritage trails. They do studies on the water, soil, rock, insects. And more, most importantly, Glenn, they learn about the direct relevance connection to Wallace, yeah. his role in evolution, and also his influence in Singapore. And, it, and apart from all of that, it's just a great place to go. It's just quiet. It's peaceful. Yeah. It's got all sorts of wonderful walking trails. You can see all of these extraordinary insects, as well as your usual monkeys and monitor lizards. And here's the part that even I didn't know, Glenn, and I've written a dozen books about Singapore until I went there. It almost has a back way, a back entrance to get to book it. Tima Hill, oh, the summit, right? the quarry, yeah. the famous part. Yeah. Most people go that usual way. The usual way, yeah, that's all crowded. It's and... like Disneyland at the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go just a little further down the road, you can park your car at a very peaceful uh, car park at Dairy Farm, or you can get the MRT to Hillview and just walk. It's mm. that close. Mm. You can take this beautiful trail. You can do the Wallace Trail, and you can go the back way to Bukit Timah Summit. Mm, mm. It's much quieter. It's just as green, just as pleasant, and it's peaceful. On some days, you'll have this place to yourself. All you're surrounded by is the ambience and the sound yeah. of the wildlife around you. It's beautiful. With Neil Humphreys on weekend mornings talking about our beautiful place, the dairy farm in Singapore up near Bukatima. I was there a couple of years ago with my family. Right. And I was I was taken aback. It was the first time I'd, I'd been there. I'm a little bit chagrined to admit. But I was I, I was taken aback by just how peaceful it was. And you've mm. just talked about this uh, just a moment ago. So quiet compared to... Some of the other, you know, city parks that we have or even, the, like you say, going to Bukatima to do the walk up the hill. It's just all these people everywhere, right? And and for whatever reason, Dairy Farm doesn't get that volume or doesn't seem to get that volume of, of people on the weekends. You're completely right. And the extraordinary thing is the people who know about it know. So, for example, my friend who's Australian, he came over to Singapore specifically to go to Dairy Farm Nature Park. Wow. But because within those circles, those those Facebook groups and social media groups, he had guys from Germany, from the US, from hmm. Canada, from Eastern Europe, who all specialized in this micro uh, insect photography and said, uh. that's the place. So when you go there, not only do you find it's peaceful, but the people that are there tend to be real nature enthusiasts. Therefore, they're very respectful. They're, they're not throwing potato chip tubes everywhere. You know, I'm not saying everyone does that, but they're not doing that. They're very respectful. They're wearing the khaki gear. You know, they all right. look like Bear grills. They've all got massive cameras. <laughs> My friend had a camera, honestly, Glenn, and he has to put this. It's micro photography. So he's taking oh, pictures right. of ants that are, that are a pinhead. Yeah. So he has this camera, but he has this enormous orb. You know, it must be almost half a meter in diameter that he puts around this camera with a flash. Wow. That just lets off this explosion of light. He swears, he's the expert, he swears it doesn't do anything to the insect. But honestly, it'd be like a bolt of lightning going off in a human's face. But he has this enormous orb. And you're thinking, I literally cannot even see what he's what he's for taking yeah, pictures of yeah. on the, on the on the on the rail of the fence or on the floor. And then he'll show me the shot on his camera, 
and I can see the soul of this insect's eyes. Oh, my it's gosh. It's absolutely extraordinary. That's crazy. Then there's another element. It's even got a fascinating recent history. Dairy Farm, the clue is in the title, Right. got its name because in 1930, we do like our world's firsts in Singapore. <laughs> it was the world's first tropical dairy farm was established uh-huh. at Bukit Timah Hill. It was going to be pig farming, but there was an outbreak of swine fever. That uh-huh. tends to put you off yeah, pig farming. Kind of put a damper on it. So it? here's another correction. A guy called Fred Heron, great, na- great wildlife name, Heron. He was the managing director of Cold Storage at the time, 1930, right. and he said that we, we need a place for high-quality fresh milk, too exp- expensive to import. Huh. We, back then, refrigeration wasn't what it is now, obviously, yeah. so we need it fresh, we need it quick. So he, he bought 24 Frisian cows to Singapore oh from Holland gosh. and Australia and set up dairy farms. Those cows must have been hating that. Can you imagine? <laughs> they must have been so annoyed. Holland, beautiful <laughs> temple weather, seasonal, <laughs> spring, autumn. Like, what is this place? Cows, you're not I'm in Holland anymore. <laughs> I'm covered in jumping spiders oh, and orb-like yeah. things and, just to produce milk. And humidity. Ah, oh, sweating buckets, literally. How much sweat must have got into those buckets of milk, my friend? Half milk, half sweat. Oh, no. So it's got great history. And I, seriously, I cannot recommend it enough. If you have a car, great. Yeah. If you don't, Hillview, MRT, it's, a, it's like a 400, 600-meter walk, and it's a beautiful spot. Yeah, there, I mean, there's lots of lots of buses. If you, in fact, if you get on the dairy farm site, you go to the end parks and gardens and park, and you find dairy farm there. Um, but also a lot of guided tours. Yep. But they also have guided walks that you can go with uh, if, you're, if you're wanting to get Just a little Just go to more. the end parks website. They yeah. have regular guided tours regularly, first come, first serve. Very popular. Just sign up. It's at Upper Bucket Team of Road. It's near Hillview Station. Off the top of my head, 67, 75, 170, 171, 178, <laughs> and so on. They are just some of the buses you can take. It's remote, yeah. but it's like many things in Singapore, surprisingly accessible in terms of public transport. So anyone can get there. Remote yet accessible. It's a country of paradox. That's Singapore right there, isn't it? <laughs> remote but accessible. All right. Thanks to Neil Humphreys and our beautiful place, The Dairy Farm, today here on Money FM. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.